Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Hi, and welcome to Bells in the Bat for episode number 249. I'm John Bell, your genial host, and I am here by myself today. I decided I'd give the whole gang the day off. I mean, why not? They deserve it, don't they? Well, I gave it to them anyway. Which makes me wonder, every time I see them, I see them pretty much here in the office. I wonder what they do in their off time. It would be interesting to look in on them and see what they're doing right now. Welcome back from intermission. And now the community theater is proud to present Act 3 of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Not to be. That is the question. Well, it's noble in your mind to suffer the things and arrows. Get your umbrellas here. Fifty dollars each. Oh, read your question. Give me five. Or the thick arms or legs or pinky fingers against a sea of troubles and by opposing in them. No, it's not the end. There's still more. To die, to sleep, to catch a quick nap, no more. Enjoy a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks. That flesh is air to, and hair is flesh to. Tis a consummation, a consummation, consummate. It's a thing devoutly to be wished for. To die. To sleep. Didn't we cover this part already? To sleep, perchance to dream. Please do. Aye, there's the rub. Ooh, rub a little lower and to the left. Ooh, that's good, that's good. Okay, okay, stop. For in that sleep of death, what dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil. I want a coil just like the coil of it. Must give us... Pause. That was some pause, wasn't it? There's the respect that makes calamity, 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 calamity of so long life. For who would bear the whips, ow, and scorns of time? Ooh, I'd like some scorns on the scob. <laughs> the oppressor's wrong. The proud man's contumely. Contumely? What the heck? Just a second. Dictionary.com. Contumely? A humiliating insult. Shakespeare was such a jerk for using a word like contumely. The pangs of despised love. Ping! The law's delay. Did somebody say law? Get out of here, you contumely. The insolence of office and the spurns that patient merit of the unworthy takes when he himself might his quietest make with a bare bodkin. Ooh, is my bare bodkin showing again? Who 
when Fidel's bear, Fidel's bear, is a Fidel bear like a polar bear? To grunt and sweat and spit under a weary life, working in the coal mines going down, 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 but that the dread of something after death, the undiscovered country, wasn't that a Star Trek movie? From whom's born no traveler returns. This is the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Let's say we try something a little more upbeat. <clears throat> I've never seen a purple cow. I never hoped to see one. But I can tell you anyhow, Shakespeare is a contumely blowhard. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I don't know what Arnie's doing right now, but I'm sure whatever it is, it's highly intellectual and scientific and all like that. And he's probably very good at it. Oh, speaking of very good, I wonder what Brad's doing right now. I guess it doesn't matter, as long as it's not in a courtroom. Your Honor, I intend to prove that my client, Hiram Diddy, did not make untoward advances toward that young lady. That she called attention to herself first. And whatever happened after that was consensual. Uh, proceed, Mr. Margaret. I call Mr. Hiram Diddy to the stand. Uh, here I come. Do you swear to tell the truth with your tooth and nothing but a tooth? If so, say what? What? Have a seat. Mr. Diddy, do you recognize the young lady sitting right over there? Uh, uh, is there something wrong? Uh, my brain is locked up. Do a ditty, dear. You gotta tell me to do a ditty. A ditty? Yeah, that's what my mom tells me when my brain locks up. You have to tell me to do a ditty, which is to think. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Mr. Diddy, do that. Uh, ditty. Oh, thanks. If I ever lock up again, just say the same thing. Yes, I do recognize that lady over there. On the night in question, did... What did my son do? What did he do? Mom, sit down. Yes, please be seated, madam. <laughs> <clears throat> On the night in question, did you instigate an undesired advancement upon young lady with malice in mind? Uh, well, um, do a ditty. Oh, oh, yeah, um, I, um, uh, you use such big words, and, you know, I'm not very smart. Diddy not smart. Diddy kind of dumb. No, no, Mr. Diddy. No, 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 Diddy dumb. Let me rephrase it. Did you see that lady and approach her and make the first move? Oh, no, 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 no. I walked over there because I like to singing. What did he do? I'm getting to that. Just sit down. But he didn't do anything. Oh. All right, let me get this straight, Mr. Diddy. You see that she was singing in the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was singing and uh, calling attention to herself there on the street there. Tell us, Mr. Diddy, in your own words, what transpired, <clears throat> what happened that night? Uh, okay, um, there she was, just uh, walking down the street, singing. Do a ditty. Ditty thumb. What did he do? Uh, snap on her fingers and, 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 and shuffle on her feet. Uh, singing. Do a ditty. Ditty thumb. What did he do? Would you say she looked good? She looked good. She looked fine? She looked fine. 
So she looked good. She looked fine. I nearly lost my mind. Objection. Counselor is leading the witness. Sustain. Please ask your questions, Mr. Modworth. Yes, Your Honor. Please, Mr. Diddy, continue your story. Well, before I knew it, she was walking next to me. She was walking next to you. Singing. Bah. Do a ditty. Ditty dumb. What did he do? Holding my hand just as natural as can be. Uh-huh. Singing. Bah. Do a ditty. Ditty dumb. What did he do? We walked on. Walked on. To my door. To my door. We walked on to my door. Then we kissed a little more. Objection. The act of kissing has not been established, so he could not kiss more at that point. I'll allow it. Overruled. So did anything occur to you at that moment? Wow! I knew we was falling in love! You did? Yes, I did, and so I told him all the things I'd been dreaming of! And he told him to me for hours and hours, and they were so bizarre! But, but, but now we're together almost every single day, singing! You might be singing, I'm screaming for help! We're so happy, and that's how we're gonna stay, singing! Stop him! Stop him before he starts talking about the wedding bells, Jimmy! <laughs> order in the court. Order. Order. Bye. Do a ditty. Ditty dumb. What did he do? I'm not singing. Do a ditty. Ditty dumb. What did he do? He's crazy. Do a ditty. Ditty dumb. What did he do? Order. Order. Let's take a recess. I'm going to my chambers. All rise for Judge Manfred. Man. You know, it just occurred to me that Hugo the janitor is not here today. You know, he's here all the time. We just don't notice him because he's always here all the time. But he has the day off as well, and I wonder what he's doing right now. He seems to be the laid-back kind who would never really have any, what you would call, adventures. Hey, boss, boss, we got a bit of a problem here. I don't like to hear about problems, Louie. Oh, should I write it down, then? No. Charades? No. Puppets? Ah, you might as well just tell me, Louie. Okay, boss. You know that we have... Uh, use the puppets. That's always fun. Oh, okay. Uh, let me put them on my hands here. <clears throat> yeah, okay, um... Uh, hey, boss, we got a bit of a problem. <laughs> you know I don't like problems, Louie. <laughs> well, this is, this is a problem we need to take care of right away, boss. <laughs> okay, why don't you tell me the problem, but use the puppets. Okay, hold on, let me put them in my hands here. Okay, this is the hard part, putting the tiny puppets on the little puppets' hands. Well, they take me just a second here. Ah, just tell me the problem. Okay. But don't put the puppets up just yet. Oh, all right. Boss, you know how the semi-heavy lower middleweight championship boxing match is coming up in just a few minutes? Of course I do. That's why we're in my private office in the auditorium to watch this match, which I have rigged. Yeah, yeah. You paid the champ to take a dive, and, and you bet against the champ. So what is the problem? Uh, it's the guy we got to fight against the champ, boss. Uh, he ain't here. He ain't? Where is he? He had to go to court. He was accused of harassing some dame. Well, when I get my hands on him, you're going to have to pity that ditty. Yeah, well, the fact remains, we got to find somebody to fight the champ and do it quick. All right, all right, all right. Go put on your boxing gloves. Uh, no, 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 boss. They'd recognize me. They'd know the fix was in. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Hey, do you think... No, the puppets are too small. All right, listen. Sometimes old boxes hang around in the basement. Why don't you go down there and find one of them who's willing to fight the champ? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the only thing we can do. Okay, I'll be back in a minute, boss. 
Hey, Louie. Yeah, boss? Leave the puppets. Okay, boss. Uh, here. Uh, I'll be back. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I gotta go downstairs and find someone who'll fight the champ. Means it's gotta be somebody that's uh, it's not too bright. Hey, guys. Hi. Anybody here not too bright? That would be me. I'm just sitting here loading popcorn into these boxes for two cents an hour. Ah, uh, you a boxer? Yeah, for two cents an hour. Oh, boy, okay, I got a job for you. I already got a job. This part-time job and working for what's-his-name. Uh, this one pays more than two cents an hour. Well, that's more than either of my jobs pays. Let's go. Follow me. We got to go to the boss. Will that take long? Nah, we'll do a quick musical transition. Help! Take care of that for you. Gonna fly now. Gonna fly. Hey, boss, I'm back. Yeah, I heard the musical transition. Yeah. Uh, I got us a boxer here. Hey, I'm Hugo and a janitor boxer. So you're a boxer? I'm a boxer. Where are your boxers? So tell me about yourself. Well, my story's seldom told. I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles. <laughs> mumbles, what are you doing in my pocket? <laughs> Get out of here. Dick Tracy's looking for you. <laughs> in just a few minutes, you're going to be in the ring with a semi-heavy look. Or middleweight champ. You know what you gotta do? What am I gonna do? You gotta box him. I can do that. I just need a big enough box. Here are your boxing gloves. Put them on. How do you put things in boxes with these thick gloves? When you get in the ring, I want you to start swinging at him. Really hit him hard. With a box? About a minute into the fight, he's gonna take a dive. Into a box? Hope it's full of pecking peanuts. He could hurt himself. Now, he's gonna punch you, but uh, there's gonna be little love taps. Love taps? Got your love taps, baby. One minute till match time. Make your way to the ring. All right. So you know what you gotta do? Box and love taps. Yeah, yeah, that's close enough. All right, let's go out to the ring. Love taps and the ring. Are we getting engaged? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. In this corner, Crusher Magoon, the semi-heavy lower middleweight champ. And in this corner, the challenger, uh, Hugo DeGeneter. Mr. DeGeneter, Mr. McGoon, I want to see a good, clean fight. Uh, so would I. What do you think we'd say when it don't? Shut up, McGoon! Go to your corners now when you hear the bell come out fainting. Uh, okay. Uh, in a minute, take a time. In a minute, take a time. I don't see any boxes in here. Uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Where's my ring? I was told there'd be a ring. Uh, you made me lose count. Uh, one Minnesota, two Minnesota, three Minnesota. I'm not giving a ring, am I? Five Massachusetts. You're dumping me. I've been abandoned. Eight Ohio. Uh, I think I'm gonna faint. One, uh, two, how come you on the floor there? I'm supposed to be five, on the floor there. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And the champ wins by a knockout. Hey, uh, is it too late for me to fall down? That Hugo guy double-crossed us. Yeah, let's get him, boss. Hold it right there, you two. You're under arrest. They got us, boss. They got us. Don't say nothing till my lawyer gets here. And here I am. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Oh well, whatever they're doing, I'm sure they're having fun with it. So I'll just go on and wrap this episode up. Uh, next episode is number 250, and yes, I do have something special planned. Speaking of the characters, we'll be looking back at some characters we haven't heard in a while, and we'll be doing the Where Are They Now thing. And we'll also have some characters that were going to be on the show, but weren't. And you'll find out why. This is episode 249 of Bells in the Bat, free copyright 2020 by John Bell Creative, LLC. See you next episode. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free... We introduce the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.